Ed, a pig, and a rat walk into a shower. Coming up on the broadcast. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the broadcast, and now here are your broadcasters. Hanakawa and Katrina. That's the music. Oh, is it? <laughs> is that the music? <laughs> Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Just dandy. Fabulous. Just dandy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've uh, had a life mate here with me today. Hey, what's happening, ladies? How was everybody? Good. 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 Hanakawa, how was your day today? Long. Long? <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. It is so long. Like, my days are filled with meetings, so on the phone, I'm just sitting uh, there listening to the phone um, uh, while my kid I used replays. to have a job that had that way. Yeah. Yeah. That was the worst. Every Monday morning, every Monday morning, we had a meeting that was an hour and a half long, and it was a teleconference with us in New York. And we were in D.C., and so we would have, like, the uh, the conference call speaker on mute so that we could make our own snide comments without New York hearing it. That was kind of fun. But sitting in that room for an hour and a half every single week was not fun. Yeah, I have, like, an hour meeting every day just to talk about what I did the day before. Um, so, yeah, fun. That's the worst. <laughs> meetings, 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 lots of meetings. I thankfully don't have that many. I mean, I have some, but not not nearly as many as you do. Yeah, my day revolves around it. And I think that's also how they, like, keep track of who's working. Because if you're not making it to, like, all eight meetings during the day, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you, what are you oh, doing with your life? I'm like... Uh, at your actual job? Trying, to, home, trying <laughs> to homeschool my kid. Maybe do a few spreadsheets, databases, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Your actual job that you could do your you you could do your actual job if you weren't in meetings talking about your actual work right exactly. <sighs> do you normally have less many meetings or is this just a now that everyone's working from home let's make sure everybody's accounted for? Well, usually I have more in person, so right now it's actually a lot less because people are telecommuting. But got it. Yeah, I've dropped about oh. three meetings a day since. Jesus. <laughs> I know. That sounds insane. How do, you, how do you have time to do your job when you're meeting about it all the time? Well, the great thing to remember is I'm a project manager, so a lot of my meetings are status updates and then meetings about, you know, moving forward in projects. So the good thing is that my work is the meeting. Um, and okay. Then, <laughs> and then there's some planning on the side and documentation, but yeah. Ugh. Good times. I do not miss those days. Yeah, no. <laughs> where, where I am now, we have like maybe one meeting every six months, and it's fantastic. We have a staff meeting every month and like a team meeting. every. This new Miss Supervisor I'm under, she does like a team check-in like every week. I don't know if that's normal or just because of quarantine. She wants to touch base with all of us, but when otherwise she would be able to touch base with us all at some point in the office. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's fine, though. It's it's fine. <laughs> you got to prove productivity. And the only way they can yeah. do it is making you get on and 
talk about your productivity. <laughs> Thankfully, mine is not like that. Like they, your productivity speaks for itself on the cases that you close. And that <laughs> and process. would make sense if you had a tangible product. You know, right. for a project manager, I could pretty much sit and pick my nose for two days in a row and then slam a whole bunch of work down in one day and you wouldn't know the difference. So right, it's, right. you know, it's very hard to done. tell if I'm doing work because I don't have work products. I just, the project is getting fucking done. That's your work product. <laughs> I just trust you. Trust you that it's getting done. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, you know who is not getting the, the project done? Just about every single one of our couples. <laughs> that was a really terrible transition. It was okay. It was okay. You could work on it. It could be better. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. My my meds are like fucking with my head. I'm not nearly as sharp as I need to be. You need to carry us. Oh, I can't carry you. Don't look at me. I just came in because you were watching this in bed last night and I couldn't sleep. So I inevitably wound up watching it with you and kind of hate watching it. And I have some thoughts. But <laughs> hate watching. <laughs> Hate yeah. watching. So who are we going to hate talk about first? Oh, I there's think so many choices. We start our uh, scene center with Ed so we can start off with him if we like. Why don't we start out with that motherfucker? <laughs> the cartoon character known as Ed. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And he literally does, like, identify kind of as a cartoon character. If you look at his Instagram, he does, it looks like he did a lot of cosplay. Maybe he still does. He did a lot of touring with, like, uh, he, gaming style themes. I'm not sure if they were conventions. Yeah, and, I mean, he had cartoon stickers of his head made. And I know, which don't look anything like him. Yeah, they really don't. And they he sends don't. them to people. I have five I get, of them, and I've been debating oh, I on what say. I should stick them on or who I should send them to. I want one. Can you send one to me? I, Little Life Mate wants one. That's so funny. I mean, the, the guy is just, like... He's like dollar store Chris Farley, first of all, the way he's like <laughs> the van down by the river skit. Like, that's his perma face. Like, that is just, that's how he looks. That's his default face. And he, the guy couldn't sleep. It's cold. It's rainy. No, it it's hot. I'm sorry. It's hot. The fan stopped working. The power went out. He didn't have his special sheets. Oh, yes. oh my one gosh. Thread, 1,000 thread count sheets. Okay, first we need to talk about the special sheets because, okay, so he, he has what's called atopic dermatitis, which is basically... I heard it described as the common cold of skin conditions. Like I have it too. Have, it just I have yeah, it too, and it's absolutely it's terrible. Skin, right? But I've never ran into like needing to have Egyptian cotton three thousand count bed sheets. Right. Like, it's more like like if you're a if you're a sheet snob and you just want really good sheets, just say that. I think like, don't he's be a, a sheet dick snob. about it. <laughs> what he yeah, should have been more so, concerned about is having a bed. Because what were you going to wrap those damn sheets around? I know, right? <laughs> and so, and also this guy, like, what, does he sleep in his clo the clothes that he was wearing? Like, if he if his skin is so damn sensitive, like, wouldn't his clothes have to be made out of the same material, his thousand count sheets? Maybe they're all, like, yeah, organic bamboo. Gets softer as you yeah. wash it. But he was, like, hot and sweaty and gross, and he was in those clothes for, like, at least, like, 12 hours, if not more. Because he <laughs> slept in them, and he was getting rained on in them, and he was sweaty in them. Like, that can't be good for his super special skin. And it probably wasn't. Like, I don't doubt he actually has a problem, but I feel like it was maybe exaggerated for the sake of the storyline of the sheets not being there and his horrible night. 
Because um, I'll tell you this, hotels do not carry high thread count sheets unless it's like specific hotels that advertise that. Right. Yeah. They're not spending that kind of money on, on high-end sheets. <laughs> they, you know what people do in hotel beds. They're not oh. going to spend money on that. I've worked what at do they do? many they sleep, hotels. Right? <laughs> what, I don't know what you're talking about. What do they do in hotels? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure our, our audience can come up with many things in their imagination. <laughs> yeah, so that whole, I need special sheets, but... Um, but but I don't really need anything other special like that is just ridiculous. So that that in and of itself just is enough to make me rage punch <laughs> him in the face. Um, and then we see this episode, uh, you know, him bitching and whining about every aspect of Rosemary's life and being just a complete um, entitled, self-entitled white I white privilege like is that what what what's the word I'm looking for here? I think that he just didn't have the understanding of what Rose's country or living conditions were like. I think he went there thinking that everything was like like oh she's just poor but our standard of poor here like we I mean you know we're not doing well off, but we still have beds and homes, right? He went there like yeah. she's literally like a couple, you know, uh, metal plates away from having an open roof. Yeah. And I don't think he understood, like, in, in that situation, like, the fact that Rose has a, a phone, the fact that she has what she has, like, she's not the poorest of what you would see in the Philippines. Right. Like, that's perspective for him. Like... Yeah, and I mean, for him to say that he has never spent a single night of his life at 54 years old or whatever, and never once had a night without air conditioning, like, that tells you something about that guy. Right? Yeah, it tells Especially you lying, since first of all. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have assumed he would have slept in the doghouse after cheating on his wife. He cheated on his wife? His first That's wife. his backstory? Yeah. Yep. He had a wife? Yeah, a kid. He's got yeah. a kid who's the same age as Rosemary. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I always like when you have to, like, fill him in, and they're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he had a wife? He procreated with someone? And he's the one that cheated on her. Oh, my God. With who? Someone was willing. <laughs> oh, my. This just gets better and better. Somebody was, like, his mistress? <laughs> we don't, so gross we don't know the details <laughs> oh god oh. we don't know Ed, details Ed, yeah Ed, the cartoon character that he is and then then the, the thing with him you know he like wakes up in the morning good morning i didn't sleep he's got the pillow like pathetically placed on the wall and he's like <laughs> leaning against the side of the wall he yeah. was trying his best to levitate all night i know <laughs> Don't be mad. Don't be mad, but I don't want to stay here. Your life is gross. And that's pretty much how it came off. Like, okay, I'm going to try and talk to your dad because I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, because I can't handle your life. Right? And she's like, whatever. <laughs> the dad that, like, yeah. stays in the house overnight to make sure that Rosemary is respected. Like, where were you two nights ago? Because she was <laughs> yeah. totally disrespected two nights ago. Maybe that's yeah. why he was yeah. there. <laughs> Do you think she Rose told her dad that Ed made her shave her legs? If because she, she was gross, I doubt that. 
I doubt that. <laughs> Think about the things that we don't tell our own dads if mine oh, was yeah, around. No. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> there would be no way. Like if she told her dad about the STD test or the he told me to shave my legs because it was gross. Like can you imagine oh, the, the beat down that his dad would give him like that whole shower scene the, was brutal the enough. Dad <laughs> would the dad would slaughter him like one of his pigs. Or feed him to the pigs, because nothing would be Or left. just lock him in the pig pen with his stupid plastic bags on his feet <laughs> and let him slide all over the place. <laughs> We've all done it, there, though. I tried that same thing when I took the garbage out during monsoon season. It doesn't fucking work. Like, the bags no, actually keep you make down. Make it harder and worse. <laughs> yeah. When, when I was a kid, whenever, you know, when it would snow, like, once every two or three years where we lived in North Carolina... Uh, that's what my mom did. She'd put bread bags on my feet and tie and string them together with like time with rubber bands. And that was, <laughs> that was her solution to me not having snow boots. That was your snow oh, boots. But they weren't like plastic grocery store bags. And I wasn't trying to walk around in mud and oh my God, this guy, this freaking guy. Yeah. So first we have to talk about the shower and then we have to talk about the pig farm. Okay. 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 So the, sh- the shower, the shower scene. Where do we start with it? One, do we think, you imagine, do we think that they're trolling him? That dad was just trolling him? That I don't know. Like, that's a good question for anyone who is from or knows about the Philippine culture. If it like, it's custom for families to bathe together. To have a wash. To have a wash. To have a wash. <laughs> because they're really just washing up. Like, I can see that totally being an innocent family activity. So, yeah, is it custom to just wash up like that because it wasn't like a full shower they didn't like really clean like their their legs or their 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 naughty parts or anything it was just like wash dad washed his hair and they splashed some soap on like their upper bodies so is that like a full wash that's just a rinse up like i have a feeling it was just like a rinse I, i feel like it was done the way it was just because the cameras were there like, yeah. I want to know what that all entails without the cameras there. That's not his house. I believe just the sister and Rosemary live there. Yeah. Dad lives in the, the pig farm. Right. So, like, is this something that happens often or that they just want to initiate Ed with cold water on camera? That was going to be my question. Is the water cold or is it hot? Because he doesn't say either way. But whatever it is, the way he's reacting when they're pouring it on him, it could go either way. It could be like ice cold or like really, really well, hot. Well, they had two sources of water. So they have the bucket, I yeah. mean, like the, the 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 80 gallon drum or whatever. Right. And then they also would, would spray. So, yeah. so they would use the stuff to like scoop it and pour it on him. I mean, maybe that could be different temperature than the hose. <laughs> His face when they're doing it, though. <laughs> I think I think it was cold because like just an observation of like how skin reacts with hot water like he would have turned red or something like showed some kind <laughs> of pigment or something I don't know that that was the yeah, face was, of like shit this is cold <laughs> yeah he was kind of clenching up the way you do when you yes. get hit with really cold water yeah <laughs> So there's all that. Then he drops the soap. Yes. <laughs> and then we see the rat. <laughs> is it a rat or a mouse? It is yes. a rat. My <laughs> mouse is for like smaller 
things and rats that was like rodent. straight out of New York, like almost a cat mouse. I mean, rat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, is it a rat? Is it a mouse? And she's like, I think yes. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what of it? That's Herbert. Don't touch him. <laughs> And he's all like, there's chickens and there's all these things. And she's like, yeah. He was so fucking observant. (laughs) Ooh, are those chickens? She's like, what the fuck do they look like to you? He usually has glasses, (laughs) right? So, I mean, maybe. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just when you think Ed can't get any more cringeworthy, he does. And they go after the, so after the shower, they go to (laughs) the pig farm where dad lives in, under the pallets. Yes. And and so there is a god, and her name is Karma. And Ed got to slip and slide around in the pig mud. <laughs> Which was just, just such a joy, such a treasure to watch oh him slip and slide in the mud. They, they were holding on to him like, he oh, like this is our 85-year-old grandpa who has trouble walking. Like, that's how they were treating the guy, like holding his hand as he walked up and walking him over to the pen and all that (laughs) stuff because he kept slipping and sliding all over the damn place. Even the pigs looked up. 90-year-old grandfather. Right, even the pigs looked up like, the hell, man? Like, (laughs) He couldn't feed the pigs to save his life, man. Oh, my God. He kept dropping the the trough or whatever that was in the pen with the pigs, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure isn't the way you're supposed to do it. It was like a Three Stooge uh, skit, the way it was just like... It totally was. You, We needed music. We needed that and the shower scene set to music. <laughs> Maybe... It's going to happen that, like, now. Be, the Benny Hill music or <laughs> yeah. something. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Just like somebody out there put together a compilation of pole running, and they'd set it to, like, the Benny Hill theme. Like, somebody needs to do that with the shower scene and the pig scene. Oh, it's totally and, happening. I have so many yeah. friends that, like... They they have memes that they'll send to me. I'm like, I can't post that, but it's funny. I'll have to tap into them. <laughs> <laughs> because that was just that was just a joy to watch. I did record the shower scene, and that is up on my Instagram. So if you feel the need to rewatch it, there it is for you. If you feel the need. If you so desire. <laughs> so what do we think about Ed and Rosemary now and their this point in their relationship? There is no relationship. There isn't. (laughs) The relationship is a business one, and it's Rosemary wants to live in America. There you go. End of story. And he wants a hot young thing? That she's going to leave the minute she's legally able to. Well, maybe. She might have really liked foot massages. I mean, I wouldn't mind (laughs) coming over and getting foot massages and, I don't know, like marriage is hard. I would yeah, I would stay is. with someone who makes it fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I feel like Ed is too high maintenance for any marriage to be easy. Any marriage to him to be easy, you know what I mean? Like he is just that I can't I can't with him. <laughs> um yeah. But you know, so, I feel like I get annoyed with his constant like I need to know if her love is true. I need to know. Like a few days ago he was putting the condition on if she gets std tests i'm not going to trust her and now it's like i need to know if her love is true before i put a ring on her finger like yeah this conditional bullshit right like he like like he doesn't have anything to prove also because i mean imagine she's wondering if he really loves her or you know yeah i mean she just wants a ticket out and he's like oh well 
you know, if, if she's just using me to come to America, well, that's a problem. Well, dude, yes, she's using you to come to America, but she'll also sleep with you. Well, so that's part count of the your deal, blessings. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the transactional nature of these things, right? And it's gross. It's just gross. Yeah. But it happens all, yeah. all the time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. It's just, yeah. You get me to America, I give you boom boom, as Annie says. Yes. Yes. Um, How long do they have to stay together before they're able to say, see ya, okay, I got my visa now. I'm two clear. years. Two years? Mm-hmm. So you have to put up with that after, for two years. After two years, after they get married, you you could apply for your conditional green card. That's good for two years. Mm-hmm. After that, you can apply for the conditions to be removed, and the conditions are being married to the, your sponsor. So got after it. that, you're free and clear. Got it. Affirmative. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know who's always right? Lisa. Oh, my God. She's a doctor. She's a doctor and she's a goat, a Nigerian goat expert. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? This whole episode with that. The goats yeah, were funny. So, the, so it opens with them in the goat farm, right? So she's she they're picking out a goat to take to his mother as like a, a gift offering to you know warm her up and hopefully she'll approve the marriage. The whole like so I guess the the conversion of the amount the goat that she was gonna get is the conversion converts to what one hundred and fifteen dollars American money, and she's like that's the white price is that really it so I put this up on my Instagram last night and for those in the know apparently in Nigeria that is the white price <laughs> that she shouldn't have paid more than like eighty for that goat and. My thought, and somebody put it out there too, and I don't have any evidence of this. This is there's no proof of this, but my thought is that this guy selling the goat is, you know, in on something with Usman, and so Usman will get a kickback, <laughs> like Usman promised. No, no, because he's promising the least of it's not the white price. But you know, if it was, like he's going to tell her, no, he's going to help his buddy get money right <laughs> off of his rich white American fiance, who's not at all rich. I, I, yeah, that whole like uh, I'm sorry. She let herself get haggled if she feels like she's paid the wrong price. We all saw mm-hmm. Angela work that fucking microwave shop. Yeah, like and she did have to pay the white price. She I mean, did. The bottom line is she's she's white. That she's gonna pay the white price. They're probably scared because she's like, if you want the extra money, as she digs deep into her cleavage, she's like, you're gonna get it from down here. Um, <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's it's something that, like, you feel like should have been researched before or, you know, if they're worried, maybe just send Usman with $50 and say, make this work. Like, I don't know. I would have thought about that ahead of time. Right. But she didn't because she's not very smart um, for a doctor. And Usman totally trying to, like, placate her and tell her that of course, I wouldn't let you be swindled. Of course, this isn't the white, right, you know, there's no white price you're paying, you know. I firmly believe that he was in on the overpriced goat business. <laughs> he, he gets an extra few dollars from it? He, yeah, maybe he gets an extra few dollars or, or, or just that the guy's a friend of his or related to him or something like that, you know, and that's just, you know... He cares about his friend more than he cares about Lisa. Or maybe you know? the deal but was sure like, I'll Lisa. let you film here and I'll, we'll kick in an extra $30 for the goat. Oh. Well, who knows? So they get the goat and then they go home. 
or back to the 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 five star chalet for Lisa to change her clothes into that blue um, traditional dress. Oh yeah, okay. This is the part that I saw, and then the hair wrap. The hair wrap. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. I checked out there for a sec, guys. Sorry, I didn't miss. I didn't see the beginning of that part. Um, but <laughs> you don't yeah, need the, to announce that to everybody. Why not? I'm being real. Keeping it real. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the hair wrap, which she actually looked pretty nice in. I have to say. Yes. She looked good. Um, yeah, and then they go to Usman's mom's house. <laughs> that didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that. What happened there? I, that's where I checked out, but I, oh, know, gosh, okay. I, know, that, I know that mom said no. Um, yeah. So but does she get to they, keep the goat? Um, I'm not sure. I guess they'll sh- let us know. So, yeah, they all sit down, and it's all of his family, and uh, they they have this conversation about, well, do you, you know who, do you know why she's here? Because they hadn't told mom that she's, you know, going to get married. They're going to get married and all this stuff. So um, the mo- mom's or mom or sister's commentary is funny because they're like, we didn't expect her to, but she looks old. Like, she, <laughs> we didn't expect this. And it's like, yeah, you're not getting any grandkids. Um, and then they ask what Lisa does and Lisa says, you know, I'm a hospice caregiver, which is, she's like a nurse assistant or something kind of like Angela. They help, um, at, they both have the same job, which is an assistant, like aide type person at a hospice place. Um, and so Lisa says this and then Usman translating it said, she's a doctor in the United States, you guys. <laughs> Oh, Um, my God. Like, okay, you try to sell mom and dad. That's, I don't think, and then mom still says no. Mom still says no um, to to blessing their marriage. I mean, we know that Lisa and Usman go on to get married. So whether they do it with or without her blessing at this point is what I guess we're waiting to see. Right. Right. We know how the story goes, though. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it'll just take two goats that's what the problem was she wanted two uh, we saw that with uh didn't we see that with annie and david when they he brought like the the gold and the money and then he had to get the multiple water buffalo <laughs> and he couldn't afford to get a lot of water buffalo so he got like one that was going to get pregnant over and over pop out baby water buffalo <laughs> well that that's how you should think you're like don't think about the now guys think about the potential that's how he sold it yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, their, their scene was, was entertaining. Lisa didn't do a lot of talking, which I thought was great after the goat farm anyway, but there, there was so much content from the goat farm and everything from, that was so memeable that, <laughs> I mean, th- those memes just write themselves. Mimis. 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 Who's next? Uh, should we suffer through Darcy and Tom segment? Yeah, so we get Tom standing on the edge of the Jersey Shore staring at Manhattan. Contemplating. Calling his sister. <laughs> I have no idea what he's contemplating. You know, if he wanted, by the way, if he wanted just the cool city in the background thing, he should have used Zoom. He could just do the background. He didn't have to get on a ferry and go across the Hudson to New Jersey to stand there and get a nice picturesque <laughs> background for his FaceTime call with his sister. <laughs> right. He's, this is he's the English, right? Like if mind. it wasn't dramatic, it wouldn't be him. Right. 
Yeah, so, I mean, there's not a lot to say about them. You get Darcy in her hotel room crying, which they could have just reused stock photo. You know, that, stock was, that was that was B-roll from previous seasons, I think. <laughs> you know, except that we'd be able to, you know, it, you, it could be anything. And so, yeah, so she's crying. I'm going to be alone. This is the same thing we've seen over and over and over. And um, other than the fact that Tom said that one comment that about her weight that, you know, is admittedly a terrible comment. Tom has every right to be breaking up with her. You know, like it's just she she's 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 not ready for a relationship. Right. <laughs> and there's a I mean, we might have to address it uh, separately, but there's a, a gigantic question about the timeline between Darcy's boyfriend shenanigans and Tom's girl that he saw like a lot of people are just wondering like you know we have all this dramatics of darcy saying she was you know cheated on and fooled but she was kind of yeah that was happening all around the same time as well with the guy who doesn't know darcy um that was all going on as well and and i do have to put together the timeline a little bit better but it wasn't That guy and Darcy were talking for quite a bit of time, and it definitely overlapped with her time with Tom and her time with Jesse, because those all three overlapped together at some point. Right. And uh, the videos that we have of Darcy, where she's using this guy's name, his name's Michael, you know, the videos and stuff that got, that he sent to, that he sent to Darcy, no, to to, to Tom's sister who shared him with Tom and that all happened last fall. So that was all September, October, which is all the same time that Tom was seeing that other blonde girl at the Versace show. So this all happened at the same time. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Darcy being all, Oh, I'm going to be alone. He cheated on me and stuff. Well, she is getting drunk and FaceTiming with and sending naked videos of herself to this guy at the same time that all this is happening. So that's not, you know, I mean, her hands aren't clean in this whole situation. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that probably aren't clean, but I'm not going to get into that. (laughs) Right. Totally, totally for a different time. But I think if uh, that timeline was able to be clarified somewhat, it would help a lot of people who are just confused as fuck about everything. Okay. Okay, because that the, those were happening all overlapping with each other. So, because he was made aware of this relationship in September and we posted the pictures of him and that blonde girl I think at the end of September, beginning of like October. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so she she was engaging in this ongoing extracurricular relationship with Michael the same time that she's supposedly confused about her status of her relationship with Tom. So, right. And so you can see, you can see in Tom's (laughs) postings, like he posts a lot of stuff in his stories, like whether or not he's just trying to get a side out or his side out. Um, you know, he pretty much makes it seem like the show was edited to make it look like he was just a sleazeball and asshole. Right, and 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 then and then that may be the case, but not because of the reasons that they're making it, <laughs> making it occur that way, or making it appear that way. Well, and they need continuance from Darcy, not Tom. Like they could probably care less what Tom goes on to do, 
but you know, Darcy is alumni. So if we, mm-hmm. if we're going to give her another love, we have to, you know, keep her in uh, everyone's hearts as the person who was done wrong and, you know, right. <laughs> but, but is there anyone who thinks that way still though? I mean, I mean, you guys are, are fanatics about this show. Is there anyone out there who still is like on team Darcy when it comes to this stuff? Yes. Because all I hear are you guys shitting on her. People <laughs> people on Friday Night Live shitting on her. People in the Discord chat for those who are Patreon members. By the way, you can sign up for the Patreon for the broadcast. Shitting on her. <laughs> and and I, I've yet to find anyone who seems like they're on team Darcy. There are a lot of people that are on team Darcy. A lot they of those people Tom attack her, Tom right. in his DMs personally. So yeah, he they gets are a lot of there. <laughs> yeah, Tom gets a lot of hate. And admittedly, that one statement about her weight was... Yeah, yeah, that was a shitty thing to say. It's a shitty thing to say, but but move on. You know the the relationship itself. She's she's equally um, a part of the um, breakup of it. She's as equally responsible as he is. Right. She's just a lot. She's a lot. <laughs> like I, I first found out who this woman was back when she was doing the, the Jesse thing, right? The when first, yeah. The first season that she was on, mm-hmm. and Jesse shows up at the airport with a poster of himself, which I thought was kind of weird. But, <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> and and but I, then I saw you know a few of the episodes, and I'm like, like okay, the, that episode with Jesse, and I know we're going like way back here, and I mm-hmm. apologize for that. Um, where he's in New York City for the first time ever as like a 20-something-year-old, however old he was. I was about that same age the very first time I ever went to New York City. It is really hard to not look out that window at all the tall, pretty buildings. And oh, when he was asking and, and her she what was, And she was all like, why are you looking at the buildings? Why aren't you look at me? Look, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Why are you not paying attention to me? Because the freaking Empire State Building's outside, lady. I've never seen it before. Look, look out the window. <laughs> well, Jess, Jesse just saw his future. Like, the fact that he was had his own picture at the airport that should have just let us know everything we needed to know everything about about jesse we needed to know was in that first scene we should have known go on to learn right and don't worry about going back to talk about jesse because darcy does it all the time she's still doing and we did a whole and we did a whole episode dedicated to him last week so (laughs) (laughs) and his back end of his website. Yeah, I remember. I, okay. I produced it. <laughs> yeah, but you don't ever listen to it, so it's okay. It's all right. I heard it. It's all right. Um, Speaking of back end. Uh, <laughs> yes. And thongs. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Avery's thongs. Avery's thongs. Yes. Um, Ash likes Avery's thongs. Dude, the look on his face when he said it, though, I actually thought he meant the actual, like, underwear thongs. I did... I thought so too. He's like, I, I like your realize. thongs. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> He's he talking about her toesies. <laughs> her flip flops, he meant. Wait, what did you call them? Toesies? Her toesies. Is that what you call them? Toesies? Yeah. She's a six year old child. Yeah. No, flip flops, you call them toesies. That's your name for no, them? No, he was looking at her like... toes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In the thongs. Flip flops were known as toes. <laughs> like if you went to Target. You'd ask them where the toesy section was to buy toesies. <laughs> I haven't had a pair of flip-flops in, like, 20 years. No? Oh, I love flip-flops. Yeah. I well, live in flip-flops in the summer. Out and, here, and you'd accidentally like, kick a cactus. We don't do that. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> we wore them in Hawaii all the time. They call them slippers there. Slippers. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. 
is it's a derivative of rubber slipper, which is what a lot of the like the old Japanese men shuffle around in. Okay. So they're just called slippers. So wear them all the time. Um, Back yeah. to the thongs. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. That's a great song. <laughs> which um, I was surprised she was wearing flip flops, saying that they were going on like a what would you call crocodile that? Crocodile cruise. Crocodile cruise. Which was cute. Um, but we got Ash being Ash again, which him just talking in circles. And when he did his like talking head interviews, those were just in circles too. Like, what is he actually saying? Uh, he's telling her, don't worry about it. It'll be okay. But he's saying it right. in 250 words or more. That's not what I heard. <laughs> you talk about the thing with the with the ex wife, right, and whether yeah. the kid can move to America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, it sounds like he he doesn't. <laughs> okay, having been in that position before, oh. where you're like having you know that you have to ask your ex for something that she's probably going to put up a fight about. Yep. And you're not looking forward to that conversation, but you're going to have it anyway. And then the other person, the 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 current significant other, is asking you about said conversation. You're kind of like, yeah, we're dealing with it. You know, it's it's being talked about. And in the back of the mind, you're, you know, there's no way in hell she's going for it. And right at that point, you're just biding your time. Right. That's what's happening right now. Well, and, and Ash could be making sure that Avery and him are for sure on that path forward before he brings in the ex, brings in the kids. I mean, that's mm-hmm. probably the more responsible thing because, I mean. Sure. I just, you know, his response is because he is so wrapped up in his own relationship coach bullshit. Like, he can't just say yes or no, or I haven't brought it up to her yet, or anything like that because of the way he speaks in, um, in like, Instagram meme inspirational quotes. <laughs> so. And, 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 like, that could just be the way he talks. Like, if we totally stripped our knowledge of him being a relationship coach... I wonder what we would think of his answers. A lot of them are just very. Mm. He says a whole lot without like he says nothing. He uses a lot of words to say nothing. Right. Or a lot of words to say just a few things. Like, quite yeah. honestly, he could say, you know what? I haven't even talked to my ex-wife about this. I assume she's going to have a better reaction, but I'm not quite sure in his head. He's going, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for this, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing that bothered me about him during this was like, uh, I'm taking her on this cruise to let's uh, remind Avery what are about our playfulness of our relationship so she can relax and be comfortable. I'm like, that is so scripted. You know, the playfulness, remind you of the playfulness of our relationship so that you can feel more comfortable. Like, that's such a bullshit, you know, Instagram meme, inspirational quote statement that it was just like, oh, my God, really? But anyway, I'm just (laughs) I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. You don't like the relationship coach stuff? Uh Uh-uh. Not at all. (laughs) Nope. They seem pretty normal to me. Now, this was the first time... I'd ever seen them. You're like, who are these people? I was like, who are these folks? And and I don't know. They seemed okay to me. I I think that um, her desire to kind of let's get down to brass tacks and figure out what we are 
while I'm here instead of just, you know, doing all this fun shit all over the place, I think is uh, probably smart because I think that probably happens a lot where these two couples or these couples meet and they only have maybe two weeks with each other. And instead of actually talking about the relationship and whether or not they want it to work, they instead just go do all the fun things. And then at the end of it, they're like, oh, crap, are we compatible? I don't know. You have right. to sit there and figure it out. So I'm a big I'm a big proponent of talking shit out and even, you know, is this even worth pursuing? Right. And it seems like they're they're on that that path. Right. And we know from our, you know, investigating stuff that since filming, he has come to the United States to Seattle several times this year. So Well, there you go. Yeah. Thanks, spoiler McSpoilerson. Yep. I know, it's a spoiler podcast. <laughs> That's what we do. Well, yeah. it is. I have a good feeling that, because a lot of people have been debating, are we even going to see his ex-wife? I have a feeling we are going to see his ex-wife. Um, yeah. And, they, and they're making maybe, a, his, a lot. maybe his son. Yeah, I can imagine it being, I can imagine with TLC, it's going to be a super tense moment that probably wasn't really tense. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because that's know. how we do it. <laughs> they build; they're going to build it up as this big thing. Nothing like meeting Sasha's ex-wife. Yeah, uh, Masha, Marsha, Masha, 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 Masha. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, David, can we talk about David walking five hundred miles? Aww. <laughs> That song played in my head. miles and I would walk 500 more. But he's on a Just mission. The, he's yes. on a mission to get Damn right he is. to her hometown. So this whole thing was so hilarious because I had people asking me, they're like, if he had her address... That she allegedly gave him her address, right? Or yeah, his gave him her address. Why didn't he just go to her house? Because they must have missed the part where he said he felt that that would be creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm so, like, okay, but it's not at all creepy to walk around the town just looking for her, showing random candy store <laughs> proprietors her picture. I mean, hey, it, it, it's a start, right? Have you seen her? But, like, I, I can imagine with, like, cameras, the store shop owner would be like, I don't know her. I know nothing. Please leave my right. shop. <laughs> I don't know Lana. <laughs> nope. I'm out. Um, it, does yeah. make me, it does make me question. Um, it, it does make me question what parts of that was actually filmed in the place that she lives. Is it po- public? I can't even say it right. Polygraph? Polygraph? Something like, something like that. Yeah. Um, fuck Ukraine, I believe, is the name of the city. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, the, the, those languages are not my best. Like, I spent so much time in Japanese. Every other language, I just mess up. I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, you know, like, uh, all the filming, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, I guess I wish that I knew what that candy shop, where it was. To see if it was mm-hmm. actually anywhere near where she lives. And and I I don't know about you still, but I am still of the belief that TLC is doing him dirty on this storyline. And this is like 90% made up bullshit that 
not filmed in the in the right sequence or the right locations or whatever they're just making shit up like on the fly is kind of what i'm thinking right (laughs) well the way they're moving so fast in it right so like we already have him in ukraine we already have him attempting to meet her once and now we're you know, pulling a scene from Ricky's book and having him wait in a restaurant now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to spoil the next episode, but like the way they're moving so fast in the story makes it feel like a lot of it is uh, director driven and only mm-hmm. a small portion of it is actually going to be the true story. Like, was it just that easy to fly to Ukraine and meet her and they had to have some kind of story around it? Cause like they're, they're doing the I'm going to go find her, which is the opposite of Caesar's story where he just sat there and waited. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, yes, maybe maybe the moral of the story will be if you go to it, you're going to get it. So I'm hoping because we only have a few episodes left that we are going to get some kind of payout and then we'll actually get to meet Lana. And this isn't going to be another case of Caesar and Maria. And then, yeah, Maria not showing up till the tell all, which, by the way, we still don't know what they're doing about re um reformatting how they're going to do the tell-all we haven't heard anything about that since they've had to cancel their original filming of it in new york oh we haven't heard anything about how that's going to be redone but that's an aside so yeah (laughs) uh yeah i guess i don't know with with david and lana i i I just he can't be that stupid so (laughs) You know, he just can. I, I refuse to believe that he's that stupid. So I'm much more on the train that TLC is doing him dirty, and this is this is their doing. So, you know, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Wait and see. Right. One thing that I think is true is that um, I had a couple of people reach out to me and say that the road that he was on, that he broke his tire on, are mm-hmm. really that freaking bad. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> like, yeah. they My, are really, yeah. really bad. So, like, the effort, then that's where I was going back, the effort that it would take, um, like, the whole crew to follow with him on a bad road like that. I'm like, that's a plane trailer. That now you see why they probably take the train. Like, why didn't you take the train? Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> do, we, do we think that the producer helped him change the tire, by the way? Or did they just sit there and watch him? Just sit there and watch him. And he did a good job it. changing it, though. It didn't look like he needed help. Did he? He was getting did his he? frustration out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the producer who just walks up. You OK, David? Yeah, I just changed my tire. Well, I'm they have to make right it seem like he's alone, right? I broke down. I'm out here all alone. It's like, but who's yeah. behind the camera? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did break the fourth wall on that. With they producer did. Asking like... him how, he, how he's doing. So I, I'll give him kudos for that. Um, oh, so uh, did we get Yolanda and Williams? Uh, we did this not. Uh, can, we can did I real not. Quick ask re- before we move on on David and Lana here. The moment when he receives the message. Oh yeah. The moment when he, that that, that all important moment when he's in the hotel room in bumfuck Ukraine, and he gets that message. She, she wrote me a message, and then they, <laughs> the look on his face. He's like so happy and pleased. And her message and saying, all, all, "Yeah, let's get the evidence and get married for visa." <laughs> it was right. one sentence fucking message. It's I still want to meet. We'll get the photo, and uh, I want to start a relationship. Boom, right. done. And I he's like, "Oh, scene. he's like, oh, thank God. Okay, 
okay, good. We're all fine now. I feel so much better. Everything's great. I'm like, you got a one. You're in the woman's hometown. She doesn't know that. But you're there in the country. She does know that. You you poured your heart out to her time after time saying, it happened again. I can't believe it. And and finally, you get a response, and the response is one goddamn sentence. It's like, <laughs> yep, let's get our picture. And you're all happy about it. You're like, oh, good. Thank it's, God. Well, he's right. like, I'm I not going to so tell better. her that I'm stalking the shit out of her right now right. because then she right. then she won't respond. Right. And if you... If, <laughs> If you look at but the message... But they've been in a relationship for seven years. Now, which, I just can't with now, that. Now, let me ask you this, okay? Uh, Katrina. Yes. That time when I broke up with you that summer, and after I was the in... The summer I broke up with yeah, you. Yeah, after I broke up with you, um, that trip I made to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And even though we were broken you up... A, you had to get away from me after I broke up with you. No, I'd already had that trip planned before that. Um, that, <laughs> that... And I was in North Carolina. Yes. And you, even though we weren't together, mm-hmm. and I would have been perfectly, it would have been perfectly legal for me legal. to, you know, have hanky panky with some other, some oh. other, some other woman out there. Oh. I didn't. Right. But you were worried about that happening. I was. And you texted me a lot uh-huh. while I was there, like a yeah, bunch. That's right, I did. And sometimes I was at the beach and I didn't get back to texting you back right away. Or sometimes I was, you know, doing this and that and didn't get back to texting you right away the way I would normally do it. And if you had poured your heart, I'm worried about you're going you're gonna to sleep with some ex-girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. It's totally true. I totally I just, thought that was going to happen. And if I just texted you back one sentence that said... Not gonna sleep with my ex girlfriend. I'm just here having fun, and then that's all you heard from me again for the next three days. Uh, Is that sufficient for no, you? No, absolutely okay. not. Okay, just wondering. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but right, but I like, to make sure you weren't cheating on me. I mean, not cheating on me. It wouldn't have been cheating because I, I had broke, broken, up, broken with you. up with you. I had broken up with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is that is such the debate, right? Um. It's not really a debate. It's not. There's nothing to debate. I broke up with him. Mailbox roll. Um, there was one thing before it leaves my mind that I wanted to say about the message, because I know TLC tried to, like, zoom out of what that message looked like, but it looked like an email. I go back and look at it, look at the blurred areas, and tell me that that's not, like, the Gmail interface. Ooh. Mm. She's going forensic files on us. I like it. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, I watch it too many times. Um. Versus, <laughs> versus like the email interface within the website that he claims to have to use? I don't know. I, I've gone into that website to look around, and um, <laughs> I don't know what the mail's just like that. I don't know. It was just interesting. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll have to take a look. <laughs> take a look. Tell me what you so think. So we'll see if, you know, next week, if he, he how long he sits in that restaurant waiting for her to not show up. Oh, I have a feeling that it's going to be longer than Ricky and she's not going to show up. Though, on the previews, he's ordering wine using his phone app. Oh, God. Did you see that part? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think and for so. For a second, I thought it was like Lana ordering through the phone for him. Oh, no. It's a translator no. app, but. Translator app. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the memes that come out of the storyline are just. They're too good. They're fantastic. <laughs> so getting to perhaps one of 
the more real couples on the show, <laughs> not producer driven, Stephanie and Erica. <laughs> yes. So what we have learned about Stephanie and Erica. So we had last week we had their dinner scene. So they went to the booby place and then they went to dinner. And then this week we had the drive and then drinks and Stephanie at the, so this is what I learned about the dinners. They went to dinner and what we saw was Stephanie asking Erica to, that she'd accidentally seen this app. It's a dating app deleted and Erica deletes it. There was actually a ton that was cut out of that dinner scene. And the reason why Stephanie knew that it was there is because she'd actually gone through Erica's phone. Like she had taken the phone and gone through it and saw it. Erica was not hiding anything. And she actually told Stephanie and she's like, here, let's look at it. Look at, open the app, look at what the messages are, look at what the contacts are. And like, this was filmed in like October or November. And she hadn't had any messages from anybody on there since August and they were work related. It was for sure networking, not dating related. So she shares all that stuff with Stephanie and that still wasn't good enough for her. So that's cut to Erica deleting the app and Stephanie still not being happy about it. So there is this whole other thing. So what we have is Stephanie basically insisting that Erica leave her job because if they're going to stay together, she has to leave Australia and go to New York and uh, at dinner, making her get rid of this networking app, this dating slash networking app. So she's cutting her, her work stuff you know, a couple times, but then what, here's the hypocrisy, right? What does Stephanie do for work? She sells new pictures, which is easily transferable anywhere you go. You have to get, oh, no, no, Stephanie. Oh, no, 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 Stephanie, (laughs) Stephanie sells naked pictures of herself using her phone. Right. So she's, but she's insisting that Erica delete this app that she's networking. Yeah. She could get new clients and stuff, but that's not what she had said. She had said, you know, I've got stuff booked, you know, and it sounds like they cut the stuff out of that conversation too. Interesting. You know, you could also pose naked anywhere too. That job is pretty easily transferable. <laughs> it Just is. Saying. But I mean, here's the, here's the thing though. Erica got to know Stephanie via her YouTube persona. I had thought that we, that they got to know, like, the person that Erica got to know was the real Stephanie and not the Stephanie persona, online persona, but it's appearing as if, no, that's maybe not the case. Right, but she didn't ask Stephanie to stop doing what she did, and Stephanie's not asking her to stop doing what she does. As a photographer, it sucks to have to transfer your business and your clients and leave. But if that's what, if that's what you did, like it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that detriment. Like you wouldn't stop being a photographer. Correct. And with Erica's talent, I've seen her work on her Instagram. She could probably not, she could probably get a lot more business in like New York or something like that. If she's not struggling to find models, there's there's thirsty people in New York that would love to model and get pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But it's hard because like, okay, Stephanie, you can't say stop being a YouTuber. And and Erica has never has never asked her to stop doing that. Right. She's never had an issue with her being this. YouTube personality who also sells new pictures of herself. Erica has never had a problem with that. And, and 
but Stephanie is having this problem of trust with Erica when she's proven, like, look, look at the app, the dating app. You know, I'm not using the dating part of it. I'm using the networking part. And even then it's, you know, old. So where does Stephanie have the right to be asking her this at this point? Because it's, and and I go, I go back and forth because I know the whole business side of Bumble, but if your partner is uncomfortable that it's a dating app, it started out as a dating app. If your partner is uncomfortable with that, there are other venues to, uh, to, um, sorry, my brain's dying, um, to get (laughs) clientele, to, to network, right? Like there's more powerful engines like LinkedIn. There's more powerful engines to help you get the clientele you need as a photographer. Right. And it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal for Erica. You know, she said that the the messages that she did have in there were old anyway. So it wasn't like she was actively using it for that purpose anyway. So it wasn't a big deal. And she did delete it. I guess I'm just of the if it's not that big of a deal, why did why did Stephanie make such a big deal about it and have this like whole fight about this app that ultimately didn't really matter? Because it's not, she's not really using it and she's not, you know, she deleted it anyway and she wasn't even using it that much to begin with. So what's the big deal? And yet Stephanie was, you know, whining, poor me. And we saw a continuation of that when they got to uh, Port Augusta. Port Augusta, right? That's the the name she, the town she I, I, th- I think so. I uh, when they made that trip and they were out with her friend. <laughs> and they, and, and, and uh, Erica tried to talk about it when they were in the car on the way there, remember? Mm-hmm. And Stephanie said, I don't think being in a car, confined to a car with somebody else for four hours is a great place to have this conversation, which I disagreed with. I think that's the best place to have that conversation <laughs> because you're trapped. So you have to talk it out because you can't go anywhere. Well, some, some people don't do well with that. They're, I mean, even in... in that's like a common thing in relationships where there's one side that wants to talk it and beat it to death. And there's the other side that's like, if we don't talk about it, it will go away. Right. Um, yeah, I think I'm a beater to deather, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I, I can see Erica being the one who like wants to sit down and have a full conversation and bring it to a close and, yeah. you know, I I don't know. Like you go back and you, you you think about what both sides are, are, are having problems with. And I think overarching it's their communication is not Mm -hmm. there. They are not communicating. It doesn't matter which side you're on. They aren't communicating their needs and expectations of this relationship effectively. And that's why they're having so many problems. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. The expectations are just clearly different. And this is something that I always wonder about all the couples, because did they did they not discuss their expectations before they get on the goddamn plane? I think (laughs) I think it's different. It's so much different to like, I don't know, text someone and talk about all the things you'd like to do. And then when you're right in front of them, I can imagine there's a bit of a. I don't know, I've never been in that situation before, but I can imagine that it's different. Yeah. But if you've developed this relationship with someone that you're that close to them and that you're considering marrying them, theoretically you would be close enough to be able to share that feeling with them being like, Oh, this is going to be weird when I see you in person. Cause we've been so intimate, you know, on texts and stuff. But when I see you in person, I'm just meeting you. This is going to be weird. Like, how are we going to deal with this? 
theoretically, you're going to have that conversation, but these people never seem to have these conversations and it drives me batshit. <laughs> theoretically, or they have the conversations, but you'll notice something that they all say and it has to do with, I just met this person as if they didn't talk to them ever before. Yes. Yes. Do anything. Yes. They're like, I just met this person. I just met as this person. As if they're person. a brand new person. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you didn't just meet them. You just met them physically. I guess it's the same person that you were talking you to on the it. phone. Yeah. You can't have it both ways because you have that. And then you have David said, oh, yeah, she's been my girlfriend for the last seven years. And we, I've never met her before. We're pretty much married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I have no way of communicating with her other than through this page. <laughs> Sorry to go back to them again. But it's funny, though. But you're right, Hanakawa, because you do. They, they use that as an excuse when it's convenient. But then mm -hmm. otherwise, it's, oh, she's my girlfriend. We've been talking for 18 years. Forever. Even though we've never actually met. Yeah. Exactly. She's my soulmate. We started on AIM and now we've converted over to you know whatsapp and you know that's how it's going so we get so we get to meet um stephanie's friend again uh -huh, claire um i, like I, claire. I guess it's like the only friend they decided to meet that night like kind of like a get your feet wet to meeting my friends kind of thing before the party yeah right and, and of and course this is just for for those of you guys who are wondering claire has this beanie on and she appears that she's got hair only coming out one side of the beanie that is because she her, her head is shaved on one side. Yeah, that was yeah. I wanted to find that out, and that really? was really the whole reason I'm here on the show today <laughs> is that I helped bring that fact to life. He and asked me to find out, so I found out. Yeah, we were watching it, and I said, "Does she have hair on the other side of her head, or is it just the one side?" She and has she, ha out, she has half of it shaved, like you know how the yeah. the is it the MMA or Muay Thai Muay Thai fighters shave yeah. the side. She has one yeah. side shaved, and then the other it's side awesome. comes out. It's um, awesome. And then on her so Instagram, sometimes she has her hair. Um, oh, like you braided, found her on Instagram. Like cornrow, cornrow Viking style. So it's pretty I badass. I like it. <laughs> you found the friend on Instagram. Can we just I, talk about that for a second? The what? You found her friend on Instagram. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah. Oh, I, you, what, what, I can what's share even it. her name? She's an artist. And if you see her work and then you look back at her, you go, I get it. Totally oh, yeah. makes sense. Totally. You could have not told me what she did for a living and said, what do you think she does? And I would say, mm, art. <laughs> <laughs> very artistic. Very good at her art. Yeah, so I'm sure. <laughs> but um, th their meeting was extremely awkward. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, it was bad. It's like when you know a couple has just been, like, fighting outside and they come in and they're just doing that, like, <laughs> can I can I just get a drink? And she's like, strongest shit you have. <laughs> been there, been there, been there. And the whole time you're like, I really wish this person that I'm less familiar with would, like, get up and leave for a minute so I could find out what the hell's going on. And then and inevitably and conveniently, that happens. Yep, TLC makes sure that happens. Use the bathroom. <laughs> yep. yep. Yes. Yep. All right, what's going on? <laughs> what the hell happened? Oh, I don't know. Stephanie is this whole other different person than she was when we talked, and I have no idea. Right. What I what I don't what I don't like is the harping on making Erica look like either like it's it's a dual opinion on her. She's either a predator, a sexual predator, as some have said, which is crazy, or she is That's... a victim. She's neither. It's like. I don't know. This episode yeah, made it her... seem like she was a victim. And I'm like, this is not a good a look either. <laughs> no, I don't see her as a victim. She's just somebody who's confused 
by this woman that is the person that's in front of her and what's happening in front of her is completely different than what her expectations were. Which happens when you order yeah. from wish.com too. Like we should all be used <laughs> to our expectations not being fully met, especially in the romance category. Right. Well, right. as we say, <laughs> as we say in recovery, expectations are just premeditated resentments. <laughs> <laughs> They're just disappointments that haven't happened yet. Oh my wow. God. I love that. That should be that should be someone's vows. That should be someone's <laughs> vows. Like okay, well, when you marry me and um, had a life mate, just remember to include that. She's she's gonna be the one to marry us. She's gonna be the officiant. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give the fans hope. They're gonna be expecting it now. We know about the expectations. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna get married anytime soon, guys. Sorry. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> Price is right. Loser music. Um. Okay, so we have we one. Have... We we get one more fight with Stephanie and Erica, though. This is oh, this yeah. is this is the last like. <sighs> I feel like it's not going to be the last fight, though. So <laughs> I don't think it's la- like I am hoping. I'm like this. This whole thing has started out terrible. I'm like, are they going to give us some like happiness towards the end? Like I, I really want to so, see no. them have a good time together. Yeah, no, I'm going to or- say no. At least, I think we have a couple more fights because the preview has her yelling at her again in a bathrobe. So <laughs> we, have, we have so much to cut through with them. But um, yeah, so I mean, bottom line, Erica feels like Stephanie isn't being as physically intimate as she needs. And I don't know, yeah. the whole the whole And she's fight not even talking hard. about sex. She's not even talking about sex necessarily. She's talking about like hand-holding and snuggling and, like, affection at, at all. Right. And she's not getting any of that. Which are things you usually, I guess I would assume you would warn slash tell someone about. Like, I've known um, couples where one side is not affectionate at all. Like, they may do mm-hmm. a kiss or a quick handhold, but they're not, like, lovey-dovey all over. Um, and if that's what Erica needs and that's not what Stephanie can provide, then already th- there's an issue. Yeah. You know, no one's in the wrong. It's just. Yeah, they're just different. They're just incompatibly incompatible. They're just not matched up that way. We could bring in the married at first sight experts. How do you want (laughs) to be? How do you want to be loved? What's your love language? (laughs) How do you fill up your love tank? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I read a book like that some time ago. It was just. That's a lot. Uh, Well, speaking of filled tanks, we have one piece of social media roundup for you. Has has to do with tanks. Well, somebody's getting stuffed. Uh, Annie of Annie and Robert confirms that she is, in fact, carrying a baby. That is not the kind of tank I was thinking about. (laughs) What, What sickness is this? <laughs> she That's is right. all full. She's full of Robert super sperm. I, I don't. It's, <laughs> you know, it's 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 crazy because at the time that he was like being um being offended by people calling him fertile myrtle and at that very mm-hmm. time if you go back and like that's, think that's when we announced their pregnancy that's when we broke the news that she yes. was in fact pregnant. I'm like he's like no 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 it's not true. It's like oh 
Anyways. And it was. And you can watch, they have it filmed They um, for What Now on the app. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So they're on Pillow there. Talk where they did a, I mean, everyone kind of guessed it because Annie always had a pillow in front of her. I'm like, just give her a bathrobe. Or because I announced it back in February. So, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Depending on how many it reached, yes. <laughs> There's always that factor of, like, it was posted, but how many people, like, actually read it? Yeah. Because yeah. we know how people scroll down their feed. Yeah. Like, maybe. Um, so that's it. That's it for Social Media Roundup. Um, I thought I had something, and I can't even, I can't even. Huh. Well, that's fine. Um, I have some social media roundup to discuss. Uh-oh. I've Uh-oh. learned how to uh, answer messages on Instagram now. <laughs> so if you followed me on Instagram before, <laughs> at HeteroLifeMate, and you messaged me and I didn't respond, it's because I just didn't know how. So now I know how. So feel free to send messages or whatever and I can respond. Are you telling he- them to slide up in your DMs? He no, is. No, nothing like that. Open Not invitation. Like that. I, th- I think Ooh. he just. I think he just invited the world to There's slide like into this. his DMs. So if you want to message me on Instagram, I know how to do it now. So feel free, and then and I'll I'll write back, and you know, we'll we'll have fun on the on the gram. <laughs> keep it G rated, folks. Yeah, G rated. If you want them to get married, you're going to keep it G rated. Except for Scorpio Lynn, she could get as X rated as she wants to. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's my She'll baby girl. Okay. Okay. Woo! Like, no. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so we're going to do something new for you guys. And uh, this, sorry for it being late. We're trying to make it up. Um, our Patreon. So for those of you guys who have joined our Patreon, we've never really given you shout outs to thank you for it. We've done it as a whole, like, hey, thank you. But we haven't done individual shout outs. So we're going to change that now. So... Today, we are going to do shout outs for our $3 tier, which is our Swindler tier. Swindler. I think that's a, yeah, Swindler. Well, let's ask the person who came up with the names. <laughs> She's going to hit me in the face with the microphone. So, so all right. So start with, with Danielle. All right. First well, names only. Big thanks to Danielle. Thank you very much for, uh, for your support. Gail. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Terry. Uh, of course, we have Kim. Now, which Kim is that? Because I know we, we have like 19 Kims who show up on Friday Night Live. Which Kim is she? She shows up. She does? What's her Friday Night I, Live I, doesn't name? doesn't matter. Okay. Thank you, Kim. Uh, <laughs> Crystal, thank you very much. Oh, Mark, we have a guy. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Mark. We appreciate that, your support. Uh, oh, you scrolled too fast. Where are we there? Oh, okay, now we're back to Amanda. I already thanked Mark. Amanda, thank you very much. Uh, Patricia. We appreciate your support. And Ebony, Ebony, couldn't do it without you. Thank you very much for supporting the broadcast. Am I still going? Yeah. Oh, okay. You've got a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Mariana, thank you very much. Marlena. Marlena and Mariana. If there's somebody named Mariana that wants to support the show too, we'll accept that support. Okay. Marlena, Marlena, thank you very much. Uh, Candice, that's a very nice picture there. Thank you very much for your support. Kara. Cindy and oh, there's Scorpio Lynn. There's baby girl right there. Thank you. That mm-hmm. Monet is a uh, is a supporter on the Patreon. Thank you very much, Monet. Lee, Anna, Stephanie, Gigi, Aaron, Balin, and Anna. 
It's a different Anna than the first one I mentioned, just so you know. Thank you very much for your support. There's someone with a blank name. If you're out there and you're nameless, but you support us on Patreon, want you to know that we know about you, and we appreciate you. Elizabeth, thank you very much. Ashley, Whitney, uh, Tiffany, Shell, T. Joe, I like that name. Rochelle, Courtney, Natasha, Shauna, Claire, Kirsten, Another Michelle, different from the first one. This one doesn't have a last name. Karen, thank you very much for your support. Anna, couldn't do it without you. Yelena, Jane, Diane, Lindsay, hope you guys are having great weeks. Irene, Lee Ellen, Lorelai. Oh, it's like from, uh, what's the show, Gilmore Girls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a good name. Lorelai, thank you for your support. Jen, thank you. Uh, Lisa, Ashweeny. Sure. Ashweeny, we're going to go with Ashweeny there. That thank you, Ashweeny. Right. And uh, Trish, you guys are awesome. Couldn't do it without you. Um, I hope you're, hope you're, hope you're uh, appreciating all the extra content that you get on the Patreon. Uh, Euclid, thank you so much. Sunshine, is that Sarah Sunshine? Or is that different Sunshine? Do we have multiple Sunshines? Um, we're finding out. I don't know. Okay. Laura, thank you very much. Ayana, Ayano, thank you for being such a great supporter. How about that, huh? Tony, thank you. Kellyanne, uh, not Conway. Angie, Crystal, Liana, thank you. Lauren, Cecilia. That's another Cecilia. Cool oh, Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> or Cecilia. I don't know. I'm sorry about his face, you guys. Words are hard. Randy, thank you so much. Do I make you Randy, baby? Yeah. Holiday, thank you for your supporting us on Patreon. Lucretia, Jessica, Lauren, Fedor. Fedor. Uh, Tara, Amy, Jennifer, Jennifer. Those are two different Jennifers. Let's make sure we give each one their due. Hey, Jennifer, thank you. And then Jennifer, thank you. Uh, Maha, are we going to Maha or Maya? Maya? Maja, Maya? Maya. M-A-J-A, Maha. Thank you. (laughs) Kiara, thank you so much. Kelly with two L's and an E-Y. We see you and we love you. Thank you. Heather, Katie, Christian with a K, we appreciate your support. Chelsea, Dusty, is that the Dusty, the Macadam, Dusty Road, if you will? Hard times, daddy. And I was no idea what I'm talking about. Michaela, thank you so much. Amy with an I, thank you for supporting the Patreon. Johanna, we appreciate you. Carlina, Alex, Hannah, Shanna, Miranda, no, Manda. <laughs> Hold on, go back up. That was funny. No, no, above that one. Scroll up. Hannah, Shanna, and Manda. Those three <laughs> need a podcast together. It's the Hannah, Shanna, and Manda show. Okay. Sydney, thank you so much for supporting us. Renee, Lindsay, Laura with an O. Kiki with four E's and one name. One name, four E's. Nothing like Kiki. Jade, thank you for your support. Randy, uh, Linda. Stop it, Linda. There you go. And that's it. That's it. I'm spent. That's a <laughs> lot of supporters. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash... The Fraudcast. The Fraudcast. And sign up. It's not expensive, and you get all kinds of cool extra stuff. Yeah, right now we're doing the Married at First Sight. Uh, we're going to do Love After Lockup again when that picks back up. Uh, we've been talking some Tiger King, some other stuff that we're watching on on uh, during quarantine right now. Um, some other kinds of random stuff. Uh, lots of other content. There's some Frauded Undercover, which is me and Hetero Lifemate watching uh, 90 day or something else. We're going to be doing that. We're going to be doing an episode of that this week. So that will be coming out. That's a video. Um, 
So that's the Patreon, you guys. Thank you for you, uh, Swindler Level. And uh, next week we're going to get the um, Fraudcaster Level, which is the $5 level. Hanakawa? Yes. <laughs> Anything to close out? <laughs> I, I think I'm good. I'm closing out my mind for today. I'm closing everything out right now. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, it's time for us to go eat dinner. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at the fraud or no frauded by TLC. You can find the fraudcast on the on Facebook is the fraudcasters is our Facebook group. If you're a member of the Patreon, you have the the Patreon only Facebook group as well as Discord server, uh, where hetero life mate and agency um, make appearances and, and talk and. Um, we have my fra- Friday Night Live Friday nights on Instagram where we uh, talk about all the, the gu- juicy gossip of the week. And that's it. That's all we got for you. Uh, we appreciate it. I hope you everybody's staying safe and uh, staying um, healthy uh, with COVID going around. Be responsible. Stay home. Yes. And stay home, you guys. Save a life. Stay home. Thank you to our healthcare workers. And uh, we will get you. (laughs) And uh, thank you guys, everybody, all you essential workers that are out there doing the Lord's work, uh, especially the people like delivering all the things that get ordered. Uh, We appreciate all of you guys. And this is the broadcast and we're dumpster diving. So you don't have to. This broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly. Art by Sarah Dottie. Music written, produced and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartReality TV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. How do you want to be loved? What's your love language? (laughs) How do you fill up your love tank? Oh my God. (laughs) Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.